0: This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? Garrett the Trash Man. Um, John is not with us today, out on vacation, but we have Becca Martin, businesswoman of the year. (laughs) Um, So we had to really, uh, you know, pull some strings to get you on the podcast, (laughs) but super excited you're here. Um, And yeah, high demand. I've been getting told by many, many people, hey, every time you have a woman on there, it's great. Get more women on there. And I'm like. All right. Fair enough. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I want to talk to you about that. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's dive in. I'll start off with a rant. You can rant and then okay. uh, we'll I'll have you introduce yourself at whatever you want everyone to know about you.
1: Okay. How so, many women have have you had on the podcast? I know um, you had Lynn Lewis,
0: right? I that don't was a while know ago. who she's, that is. She's right.
1: the one that did. She's. Had a coffee shop in Pine Top for a while. Oh yes, yes, yeah. okay.
0: And been. then uh, we had uh, oh Janae. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. It was her and her husband.
1: I must um, have missed that one.
0: Yeah, I know her last name's Janae because I uh, her cousin is or her her brother-in-law is my cousin. Um, and then man, we've had some more. You put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> I know we've had a couple, so uh, yeah, we've had just just a few, but definitely um, yeah, people are like, Hey, get the women on there. We want to hear from them too, which
1: well, you got to broaden your audience, right? That's
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Happy to have you on here and let's dive in the Rant. I haven't even thought about a rant at all, but that's, what's great about them. It's just like, what comes I to mind pre-thought
1: because I knew you're going to ask me. So yeah. I was like, I gotta have a good one,
0: <laughs> which is good. Cause sometimes you freeze up and you're like, Oh, what are uh, 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 what uh. yeah. So, um, let me think like, I, I gotta slow down. What's on my mind. Oh, I know. So podcast, I don't know if you've listened to this one. It's with uh, Brandon Craig. Um, No. Okay. Well, he's, he's a, I I view him as a, as a big mentor. He's had a ginormous impact in my life. We've got a podcast with him, but I thought of something he said in in that podcast that I'm actually going to post up as soon as I get around to editing the clip, but I'll share it with you now. And uh, he was talking about how we started a business that he didn't know too much about his offense business. And I won't go too much in the story. But one thing he said in that is he's, I was doing a lot of things that I didn't know how to do. But the thing is, is if you kind of just look at something long enough and interact with it and just keep playing with it, you will figure it out.
1: For sure. I'm all about that.
0: Yeah. And that like that, I mean, I've had thoughts of that before, but the way he said it at that time, like had an impact to me and I've learned so many things since then because that's what will pop into my mind i'll be like i don't know how to do this I'll just, be like, do it.
1: I'll
0: just let me look at it long enough keep figuring it out and uh you know um one thing i just started is like baking bread I,
1: I, you I, bake I, bread i
0: love baking that's bread. that's amazing now. every sunday and like that's how it started <laughs> i'm so like awesome. all right like i'm gonna get this dough i'm gonna mess around with it and so like that's the thing you can do whatever you want you just gotta interact with it long enough Look at it long enough and figure it out. And uh, yeah, I'll post that clip where he shared that. But that's been something that's been on my mind all week because um, it kind of changed my mindset about things. Well, you know, and I
1: love that you said that because I feel like some people, like, I, my brain instantly went to business. Like, if you don't know what to do, just do it yeah, and you'll figure it out. Which is but, definitely applicable. Yes, but also just in
0: life yeah like, anything you want like to do like
1: Garrett the trash man bakes bread who yeah. knew
0: <laughs> yeah I, i'm a bad bread baker. the the, wor- the fu- well worst funniest thing i had a buddy call me out on it and he's like, dude, you were making fun of your brother because my brother that lives in Germany, yeah. they were super locked down the last couple of years, you know? And so he started baking bread and I was all making fun of him. I was like, dude, I totally forgot about that. I don't know. That's I don't so know what's funny. going on with the Larson boys, but we're, we're baking bread. We got uh, a special forces soldier over there baking nice. some bread and then get the trash man over here baking some bread. So, yeah. Well, uh,
1: next time you bake bread, I want some. Okay. Uh, it's
0: not quite ready. <laughs> I'm starting with sourdough. It's it's a little dense. It's it's tasty, but it's too dense to start sharing with people yet. You know
1: who would be a good if you need tips. I'm yeah, sure oh, I need some tips. Um, Shonda, our baker at the Purgatory. Oh, right. yeah, perfect. Yeah, she, I her. Sa- I mean, she's amazing. But her sourdough, so good. On point. Huh? And we use her recipe at the Purgatory. We have like a orange sourdough muffin.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually picked that up for our HR lady the last yeah, time I was in so there. So good. Perfect.
1: And then when we were doing soup in the winter, she would do. Just sourdough.
0: hmm To like dip soup in and yes. stuff. So I good. will have to talk to her because, yeah, it's just getting dense. Like each time I do it, it's a little bit more airy mm-hmm. and I'm getting there, but it's still just too dense. So. Well,
1: and just getting that perfect amount of like feeding it, but letting it go long enough that it's sour so you can tell it's sourdough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's tricky stuff. That's what's kind of fun about it. Well, tricky. Yeah. So it's my Sunday Sunday activity now. I, I bake bread like a little that's, old lady. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I got for my rant. What do you What do you got?
1: So my rant. I don't know. It's not really. It's not negative. It's not positive. Kind of just. So I don't think. No, like no one talks about the isolation that you go through starting a new business. Mm. Being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Say more. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm going to say this because, you know, you like you're a businessman, you know, but I don't think people, even entrepreneurs, I don't think that they really talk about it between each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think some of it might come because, um, at least in my experience, there's some stuff that you just can't share with with everybody. They don't get it. Yeah. Some people just don't get it. Yeah, They won't get it. And then even if you have a team, there's some stuff that needs to stay confidential that you can't share with everyone. And, uh, yeah. And, and then w- the other part is when it all falls down onto you, like making payroll matter, like you're the one that's got to yeah. make sure payroll, like it's heavy, it's lonely. There's no one else that you can kind of pass it off to.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think just being busy, you kind of isolate yourself. Cause when you're starting something new, you're just so busy that it's like work home. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. have to be your priorities when you're that busy. Yeah. But then also I think on a scale of like up-leveling yourself, when you up-level if people aren't up-leveling, they don't come with you. Yeah. So the, the, you, you kind of slough off the people that, Yeah, and that Yeah, yeah maybe isolating. people that were,
0: were friends with you before, but you're learning new stuff, mm-hmm. moving ahead, you don't want to do the same things they were doing, and it's, uh, yeah, that's definitely for sure. Why do you think it is that people don't talk about it?
1: Like, I don't know. Especially
0: in between entrepreneurs.
1: I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe it's part of the, it's like, oh, every, you don't know until you get there, mm-hmm. and I think it's something you forget about, If someone's asking you about starting a new business because you just do it. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things you just, you just, you go through it, but you just do it. There's Mm -hmm. no other way around it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And and I think sometimes it might be people may think that there, there's something wrong with feeling that way. Yeah. Like no one else felt that. and I don't know what comes to mind. Is like when you start exercising, like I've had clients that I've trained before, that they're feeling the exact pain that it's like, yeah, that's what you're going to feel. But they're yeah. like, is something wrong? <laughs> like, no, no, it's, no. it's this a process. It's supposed to be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's just not that open. It's like, man, why do I feel this way? Uh, like, especially I think probably Instagram or whatever social media can play, play a part because yeah. everyone's putting their best so foot forward.
1: You're supposed to be on cloud nine. You're
0: starting a new business. Yeah, like, What's it's, up? Yeah. It's hustle. Supposed
1: to be, like, <laughs> sexy and exactly. glamorized. I it. quit my job yeah. and this is
0: all it's dope. <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't sleep no, anymore. I'm down I just in the stress.
1: Ditches. I <laughs> aged five years and two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that was a good thing for me because yeah. I looked like I was about 13 um, when me and my <laughs> wife got married. And then like a year or so later, like we got with our whole family and they're like, what happened to your husband? Like, <laughs> <So> old? <laughs> why does he look like a man now? They're like, it's good. But he doesn't like, sleep.
1: That's, what's yeah. like. That's what it is.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Nothing will do that like kids and business.
1: And, and I can't speak to this because obviously I'm only a woman, but I feel like it's maybe a little more isolating being a woman. Like there's not, I don't know. Being a businesswoman, I feel like is it's getting better, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's still not like looked down on. But like that's not where.
0: Yeah, th- this is perfect. So this is exactly <laughs> what I want to okay. talk to you about, and we'll just dive into it, okay. and then and then maybe reverse inks when it yeah. comes up. Why not dive into it? So something I've talked about. With a lot of people, um, especially people close to me that brought up, hey, have more women. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a real conversation. Like Angela is an example that I had yeah. this conversation with. So here's what I've hesitated about having more women on with. And I'm so excited to talk to you about this.
1: <laughs> I'm a little nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I there's such a strong push right now in, in the culture that, for like women to get out there, get in business, you know, take whatever path. And there's part of that, that I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. I'm not something me and my wife talk about all the time. Like we're, we're starting projects. So she has, her life is, is, um, you know, if you've just got one thing going on in your life, that's going to get really dull and really draining. (laughs) If, If I mean, she's, we got three little kids. If, if that's everything, she loves that, but she wants to be able to step away and do, other things that are productive and fulfilling and good. So love it. I love that more women are going into it and it's not, I don't think it's nearly as looked down on. However, I do think at times it's communicated, especially to young women, a little too heavy handed, like that the most fulfilling and important thing that they can do is create a business or work for a business or do that. Now, in my opinion, I'm like the most amazing thing about women is that they have the ability to grow children yes feed those children be the only person in the world that will ever be that child's mother and be with that that kid in a in a way that no one else in the world can fill that spot ever 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 yeah and like i've hesitated to jump in and be like yeah like women on the podcast <laughs> and let's push it yeah. because of that fear of like man i feel like it's over communicated to To women at the same point, we're like, hey, if you want to be a mom, like I hate when people say, I don't want to just be a mom. Yeah. I'm like, just a mom? Like, what do you mean? Like,
1: I'm so glad you feel that way, though, because I feel like some men are on the extreme of that, of like, no, that's your place. Mm, Like, I love that you have the balance of like, okay, women in the business field, like that's that's awesome. But I've struggled with the balance of still being a mom to my four kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) and being a businesswoman. And I feel like the first year that I started the business, it was just, thankfully I had my husband at home who was amazing support. Like yeah. he, he took over like making meals and cause I would work from open to close and yeah. then stay a little bit after to make sure things were ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a long time. Um, and it was hard for yeah. the first year. It was I'm really sure. hard, and but I, I feel like the last two months I've kind of backed off cause it's, not running itself i'm still there but there's more there's mate it's in maintenance mode right now well i'm loving that
0: and and i think business is very often kind of cyclical like that like there's times where it's like wild 14 hour days in and out in and out and then it's like oh i don't really have much to do like things are calm and then you maybe open up another store or open up another area or whatever it is you take on the next step and then it's that madness again yep um which that's part of what I love. It keeps me from not, not being bored. Yeah. If it was always just, and then if it was always just wild, like you would it's die. It's too much. Yeah, you, have you would to just have die balance. Yeah. But so. I feel like
1: I'm in the maintenance mode right now and people are asking me, speaking of other stores, uh-huh. how's, how's the next one going? Yeah. Oh, it's kind of slow right now, which is totally fine. I'm enjoying being at home more and just in maintenance mode. Yeah. But my kids are my Why? Yeah. So if I can't spend time with my kids, then why am I even doing this? Yeah. Because they are my why.
0: Which I think that's awesome. Like something I've talked about on this podcast before is like, what are you committed to? Mm-hmm. Like so many people, if you go ask them, they're in a total awake state, they'll start scrambling. Like, um, I'm committed to this. And it's like, well, if you're really committed to something, you should be able to be slapped awake in the middle of the night and be like, what are you committed to? Oh, this, 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 and this. Yeah. Like, it's my why. It's what I do. You should I be, be able to name it. Yeah. Right so. Then. So I think that's awesome. And I think I think it's such an incredible thing, especially with the internet and how business works now. Like, it's a little bit different. I, I understand more like in the 70s or 50s or 80s or even the beginning of the 90s, yeah. like how business was you had to basically there wasn't so much flexibility as there is with business now for sure cell phones make huge difference the internet all of this even if uh you can have stores that don't even have a actual brick and mortar you know it can all be on the internet yeah. and so it's allowed for so many people to enter it, including women and and moms yes and uh yeah so i guess to kind of put it into a question to you my my concern or i i would always want to be communicated to um to women or especially young women like coming out of high school, you know, or, or college, either one that, hey, yeah, college is great. If you've got something you want to go do at college, starting a business is great if there's something you want to do. And also there's no reason to not, you know, go go find a husband, start a start a family if that's what you feel yeah, called for to. Yeah, for sure. I, but, I did it that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> husband, family first. And yeah. Then business.
0: And, and, and the thing is, is like, uh, in, in my personal opinion, and I'll just say this, that, um, that doesn't mean it's for everyone. I would say that's probably best because there is a small window where women can have children yeah. and there's also an energy level that's going to play a factor at yes. that. Um, and so like, I think that's good, but I won't get your take on what I said there. Like, do you think that's over at times to, to, to women? And, and I mean, my, my, uh, oldest daughter's too. And so I think of her and I'm like, yeah, well, she can go do whatever she wants. And I always want that communicated to her. And at the same time, I don't want to take away the most incredible superpower that women have and say, hey, being a mother is the most fulfilling and important thing you can do in your life.
1: Yes, I think I think you can do both. But I feel like right now, the way the world is, I feel like it's there's not as it's not like when we were growing up and it was like be a mom like that's that's your purpose that's that's your your, only path yeah but I'm glad that there's the balance now but I do feel like it's kind of over communicated right now on the internet for sure and start a business start a business you know yeah
0: and I guess I'd just say it seems like it used to be like hey your only path and most important thing is you can do as a mother if you're outside of that you're bad and now I feel like a lot of times it's communed. hey your only path is to go work for a business or start a business if you do outside of that you're kind of looked down upon and obviously in our small community, yes. I don't think that's necessarily the thing, <laughs> no. but looking the at the world. country, the world, yeah, it's kind of like, Hey, yeah, go, go start a business. It's like, man, my most fulfilling part is my family, but that doesn't mean I don't get a ton of fulfillment yeah. out of businesses, podcasts, all the other stuff we do. So. so
1: I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like that's my, that's my jam. Like uh-huh. that's when I have alone time or I'm driving somewhere or I turn on podcasts. So I have lots of different podcasts I listen to and um there's one it's Natalia Benson she's she talks all about women and business and she so she has a lot of like young entrepreneurs on there mm-hmm. and a lot of these women are starting businesses right out of high school mm-hmm. but then they're they're still like having their families while they're doing this business Which is and awesome. i love that yeah. like but they're waiting till they're like 24 25 to maybe even get married mm-hmm. and then they're having kids before 30 still yeah. but i feel like the world has well, I don't know. I grew up in this little town, so Yeah. <laughs> like my view of that has has changed since I've been listening to podcasts and got out in the business world, but Yeah. It used to be like especially in the class I graduated in, it was like get married, have kids. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot right of away. people who had kids, but like I had my first kid at 20. Mhm. So,
0: you beat 10 pr- teen pregnancy i did uh, i think that <laughs> I, think I was that,
1: pregnant at 19
0: but i was married oh man yeah i think i think my wife got pregnant in when she was 20 because yeah she, i remember she posted about that she's like oh my 20th birthday i beat teen pregnancy yeah, i
1: did it <laughs> but i turned 20 in december and had him in march so perfect it's
0: fine <laughs> yeah Awesome. Well, let's let's rewind back because like I said, I, and, and I'm sure we'll come across that topic a little bit more. But um, yeah, I'd like to just open the floor for you to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, however you prefer to introduce yourself. And okay.
1: we'll, we'll dive in. I was thinking about that too because I'm like, what am I going to say about this? <laughs> so back to the whole kid thing, I am a mom. I mean, I'm, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. <laughs> married to the chief police. Yep. The the man. The man. The the law here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have four kids. Awesome. So, and I have a business.
0: Ages of kids. Um,
1: My oldest just turned 16. Okay. Actually, my oldest three kids all just had birthdays within a month.
0: Nice. They're all right in their little window.
1: So, my oldest is a boy. He's Mm -hmm. 16. Just started driving.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Awesome.
1: (laughs) I love it. And then my next is a boy. He's 14. Mm -hmm. And then my daughter just turned 12. And then we have a six-year-old.
0: Okay, so you were like two years, two years, oh, two yeah. years, six years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so we did, we did lose a baby in between okay. the 12-year-old and the six-year-old. Okay. Um, But they would have been four years apart, so we still would have had a- yeah, had a good gap A there. better gap than the yeah. two years.
0: I get it, because I just had my third, and I'm like, how are we going <laughs> to add another one <laughs> right? to this? This is madness.
1: <laughs> I remember being there, though. Who I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, and they were- Oh, I was talking to one of the officers, because uh-huh. he said his wife had called and was like, hey- can you take the kids tonight? It's been a day. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I told him, I remember being there. And he said, yeah, we have a four year old and a two year old. Yeah. And I said, I remember being there, but my oldest turned four in March. And then my second son turned two April 3rd. And then I had my daughter on April 5th.
0: Jeez. Just like,
1: and I look back and I'm like, how did I survive those years? How? I was like right in the thick of being that mom. And like, there for the kids constantly and
0: yeah that that's how I feel about my wife um I just look at I'm like and and there'll be times where I'll take them you know for a day or two and
1: I'm yeah like,
0: I don't go. know how you do this like <laughs> take a break go go run a business that's a lot yeah. easier I'm I'm gonna yeah. go do that because uh it's this mom thing is uh
1: it's crazy it's
0: exhausting yeah.
1: yeah especially when they're little like that and they depend on you for everything
0: yeah yeah well and that that's what's most wild like um with the with the we've still got baby that's breastfeeding and stuff that's up twice a night luckily it's only twice a night now but it's like it never stops no so it's like we get the kids down maybe we've got a small window there where she can like like, take a breath
1: do i clean or do i sit on the couch and do nothing yeah
0: yeah yeah and that's that's what's funny too is uh um man i don't know where i was going with that holy cow well brain fart
1: or she could just sit there while you do the dishes because i know you do the dishes for her
0: i am the i i (laughs) so she hates cleaning the dishes I don't mind at all. As long as she has the dishwasher unloaded, I will clean up kids, throw up, (laughs) poop, whatever. Hate unloading the dishwasher. Really? Most tedious job in the house. (laughs) Like 50 trips back and forth to the cupboard (laughs) drives me nuts. And so I'm always trying to get like an armful of dishes, you know, because I'm I'm making two trips instead of 20.
1: I just unload them onto the counter above them, stack Uh them. So like, you know, because there's six of us. So it's like the stack of bowls yeah instead of putting each one away i just stack them in and carry that that's
0: that's, that's a great a idea maybe that's what don't i don't try carrying
1: do. them all once i <laughs> yeah, might <laughs> break them that's,
0: that's what i do so i'm just like hey you have that empty <laughs>
1: i'll load dishes all I'll day load long. the
0: dishes clean the kitchen and i that's totally fine just don't make me unload the dishwasher <laughs> that's so. funny so you mentioned you have business yes um we've got some delicious drinks here that you brought us from your business why don't you tell us about your business
1: so i am part owner in the purgatory here in town Perfect. With and Sam Mattis. What do you guys do? We are a coffee roastery. Awesome. But we opened a coffee shop in a little Mormon town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can't have just coffee. <laughs> but and, it's been going pretty and good, right? we knew that. Yeah, it's, it's been really good. Awesome. But we knew that opening it. We were like, okay, we want to do coffee because this place needs a coffee shop. Uh-huh. But... We would never make it if we just did coffee.
0: Here's the thing, though. Now you know all the Mormons that drink coffee. I know, because we're there getting it. <laughs> we're there. Are you including yourself in this? Uh, uh, listen. I'm just listen. <laughs> No, the funny thing is,
1: is when I when I first when we first opened, there would be people that would come through the drive thru I'm not gonna name names. But they would be like, so do you have, like, a list back there that you, like, write us down and report to the state president? (laughs) Like, yeah. And I would, like, sneak around the corner and, like, like I was making a tally mark.
0: You're like, it's all a front. It's all a front for the Mormon Mafia so we can keep tabs (laughs) on you you guys.
1: That's two this week. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
0: Yeah, and I think it was a great idea. I think you guys were really, uh, um, I mean, it took... Uh, I don't know if Braves the right words it's not like Life and Death but I think Bravery yeah fits it like it was going out on a limb for sure. Well there's Um, a
1: lot of people that were like you're crazy why would you open a coffee shop in a Mormon town? Yeah. Um, because there's more than just Mormons here. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, and like you got different drinks. My kids love going there for your snacks. Yeah, um, we have a drive through You got a drive-thru. <laughs> your, your drive-thru. I hope you guys get a different building. To I know. But it's the best you can make with that. I don't plans, know where else you would have done that. Yeah. And that's the Mom's other thing. the word right now, but yeah. we do have some plans. <laughs> I do have to say the one thing I absolutely like from the very first time I stepped in there. I love which I think is very common in small town very common um, and I'll go back and say something of one of the reasons I started this podcast in the first place and called it trash talk is when I came into the business something I heard a ton just over and over again two things the trash business is different and it's different in our town mm-hmm. and I just disagreed and we were able to make a lot of strides by just doing good business practices doing yeah. things right
1: customer service.
0: Customer service, fixing things right, doing things, just just doing things all the way in. And that's one thing I'd want to say. My experience at the purgatory from the very first time I walked in there, you guys went all in. You did it right. It's super nice in there. And I know a lot of businesses, and I've seen it very common across a lot of different small towns, Where they'll complain like, oh, it's just different. It's hard to make money. It's like you're not doing it right. Yeah. You're going halfway in. You opened your coffee shop and didn't decorate it. And it's like a cave in here. (laughs) And you're wondering why like this isn't working.
1: Yeah, environment and like the way people feel when they walk in makes a huge difference. Yeah. And we get that. I get that a lot. People just saying like, it just feels different in here. Yeah. What's different in here?
0: (laughs) It's it's called intention and then creating that. And And
1: I'm very, very picky about who I hire. Yeah. Because there's not, I mean... We have plenty of staff, but it's a small town, so yeah, like I have twelve employees right now,
0: wow, yeah, so, and it's not like we have a huge pool, so when no, you've got a specific intentional personality type of person that you want to use to create the experience for your customer, yeah, when you've got a pool of ten thousand people, you know that's that's gonna be a small thing that takes a lot of work to get to
1: and just the way their energy is and their vibe and working with customers. And I know it's just drinks, but it makes a difference for people.
0: Oh, it absolutely does. And
1: one bad, one bad apple can spoil the whole basket. Oh, so. And I, and I don't
0: think one bad, bad apple can. I think one bad apple absolutely will. Yeah. If and, you and quicker than you think. Yes. So if you're not careful. Yeah. So that's just something I've noticed is like, yeah, you you're using good sound business practices and sticking to it. Um, where in small towns and or different industries, I th- I think that's used an excuse to not actually do all the work that yeah. needs to get done. Of oh, it's just different. So,
1: it's okay. It's a small town.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not different. Like that's why <laughs> no. these same principles are in books everywhere, yes. like across the world. No
1: matter where you start a business. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think you guys have knocked it out of the park with that. Thanks. So we're
1: kind of coming up on our two year anniversary. Really? Yeah, all on right. the twentieth of April.
0: That's awesome. And you did open the second store.
1: Not yet. Not yet. We're in the okay. process. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We're no. like right, we were like drawing up all the plans for the new plumbing and the electrical gotcha. that we have to get to the town of Sholo. Okay. And then they'll approve them and then we can start Okay,
0: it. so it's going to be in Sholo. Yes. Perfect. I think that one's going to go bonkers.
1: I'm I know. I'm like excited <laughs> but nervous cuz I don't know if you know but we um we started this one during the shutdown.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, like, it was 2 years the ago. The shutdown
1: happened what? March? around
0: 2020 like, april march May, it was like the end of march, march right yeah. is when it like mm-hmm. shut
1: down like spring break
0: yeah and, yeah yeah because kids got off for spring break and, and then, then never they didn't went go back. back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so we sam and i had already been working on our business mm-hmm. and they kept putting off our inspection oh, thinking geez. like oh it'll be clo- we'll be closed down for two weeks yeah three weeks and then the world will open back up and we'll reschedule it well it never opened yeah so finally the lady was like Let's just inspect it. And then when we get the okay, you guys are just ready to go. Yeah. And she came and did our inspection and said, as far as I can see, you guys are ready to open. So if you're ready to open, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Sam and I both looked at each other like, let's go. Yeah. That's so we awesome. did. Bobby and I took a trip down to the Valley, down to, um, Restaurant Depot, got everything we needed and we opened right in the middle of shutdown. Love it. <laughs> but we're still here. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Awesome. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Um, which I know it varies significantly from area to area. I mean, if you're in downtown um, Los yeah, Angeles, like, it. yeah, there's there's different things. Or but, even Phoenix. That's true. But there was so much opportunity if you were able to be looking for it. And I yeah. think, um, you know, I my sense is we may be heading towards um, maybe a pullback of the economy. But what I wish more people would look at is in those pullbacks, there's always opportunity. For sure. Um uh, john john said before on the podcast during 2008 to 2010 that was the largest transfer of wealth that's ever happened and so it's like yeah just figure out how to be a part of that
1: yeah well and there's tons of money for everyone like yeah. it's, it's not like there's a shortage of money right now it's just yeah figuring out what works and
0: uh, yeah i mean it's it's infinite it's not even real it's so yeah, yep. get get what you want to get of it, <laughs> and uh, for everyone. <laughs> yep, you can have all you want. <laughs> yeah, I love that. um So I want to kind of step back again and ask you something specific. So we've had a ton of business businessmen on here, and something that's very common, and I have had this same experience of the importance of having a spouse that has your back. And so we've got that from the men's perspective of hey, a like that's what makes all the difference. When your spouse has your back, yeah. you can go conquer the world. And you had mentioned that briefly um, with Bobby, and I think you could really uh, give some instruction to most our most our audience is men. And in in my experience and my opinion, um, if you're not if you're not experiencing the support that you want from your spouse, the way to receive that support is to really give her support Mm -hmm. and show her what support. I was gonna say be the
1: support. If you're not getting support then you you model what you need by showing them
0: Exactly by
1: being that support for them so in turn you get it back.
0: So what what could you share with with me and with all our listeners um how can husbands and whether their wife's in a business, whether their wife's at home in the middle with kids and, and that's all that's they can't add any more to their plate at this time. Yeah. How, in the
1: thick of it. <laughs> in the thick
0: of it. And and I don't necessarily mean, hey, which it could be, hey, do X, Y, and Z. But more just how can they show up? How can they be with their wife to have her experience, support?
1: So, number one, I would say is communication. Okay. Because we can't read minds, and I know you guys can't read minds. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> so, communication is a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Just commu- if you need something, ask for it.
0: Yeah. Don't expect that. That is so funny because I've definitely experienced that. Um Like it's kind of out there like, oh, women, you know, want us to read their mind and this, that yeah. and the other. But I'll have a thousand experiences with, with guys where they're like, oh, my wife's not doing this or my wife's not doing that. It's like, sounds like you need to have a conversation. Yeah. they <laughs> <laughs> you had a conversation? Like, hey, can can you handle this? Does she this? know or- you
1: need that? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I think men are. Just as at fault of doing that as women and, and yeah, yeah, that communication. So communication.
1: Yeah, that's gee, that's a ask big for one. what you want. Exactly.
0: Um and I think I would say probably on top of this, I'd imagine you agree, don't only really ask for what you want, but hold the space for them to ask for, for, sure. for your spouse to ask what ask you what she wants. Yeah. Or he or
1: And I think in communication, just communicating like like if you say like, Hey, this is what I need from you, don't just say what you need in turn when you're done saying what you need what can I do to help you? Yeah. Like, what what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. Instead of just me, 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 me on both sides. Yeah. Not just the guy side or the lady side, but just this is what I need from you. Mm-hmm. And then asking, what can I do for you?
0: Yeah. And it's like something that comes to mind is like, I think it can be really, um, people can go a long time without intentionally creating the space to have those conversations with yeah. their spouse.
1: So that. This leads to my next one perfect making sure that you um make time for each other like whether it's date night or I like I know when you're in the thick of kids because <laughs> we've been there <laughs> yeah
0: it's like oh it I would rather just get the kids down and like just breathe for a second and then yeah. line up the babysitter yeah. and get, get everything and, ready and
1: not even like not even going anywhere because sometimes you can't mm-hmm. sometimes it's You know, when you find time for each other, it might be a weeknight at 10 o'clock. Well, how are you going to find a babysitter for a weeknight at 10 Uh o'clock? But just making sure that you make time for each other every single week.
0: Yeah. And I I love that. Um, And I think you're someone that could really say, hey, uh, find time, make it happen. Yeah. Because you've got a spouse that doesn't have a schedule like most people's schedule. I would imagine. I don't know what it's like to be chief of police, (laughs) but I imagine his employees, if he's not Working twenty four seven, he's always got an employee working. Yeah, um I've got guys that start early, but I don't have guys at uh at midnight Work running late. around trucks. Yeah,
1: um, well, and I always say if his phone rings late at night, that's then, the problem. Then the shit hit the <laughs>
0: Yeah, which <laughs> that's why I that. said that. You can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's what's great about a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah, if he's getting called in the middle of the night, it's probably yeah, it's not uh it's
1: not good. It's not hey, I got a flat tire. I I don't like. Because he used to work nights all the time. Like, he's been every single position in that department, Uh except for dog catcher. (laughs) He's even been the dispatcher. And I
0: think we should abolish the dog catcher. I'm going to say it. I'm going to plant my flag in the ground right now. Abolish the dog catchers.
1: (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Okay. I like Paul, so. I I have no comment. I actually like
0: both of them, and I was was neighbors with the babies. We shared a back fence, but that whole position. Anyway, I won't go down that road. (laughs) I got a whole opinion about it. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, if I said what I want (laughs) to say here, um, I'd have dog, dog lovers coming after me. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) So he's, he's been, I mean, we've been, he's been an officer for 15 years. Hmm. He's been the chief for three
0: and has he been in a uh, snowflake all His those 50 years? His whole career, yeah. Which is super rare, from what I understand. Yep. People usually bounce around departments, yep. which I don't think is great.
1: No, I, I, I awesome love to... that we both grew up here, mm-hmm. and that's like that's part of the reason why he wanted to be an officer here. Is he just he's like it's my community, like this community raised me, mm-hmm. and if I can give back, I'm going to. Yeah. So he's loved doing that, but he's literally done every position in that department. <laughs> but he's earned every position; it hasn't just been handed to him. Even yeah. chief, when he put in for the chief, he had three or four other people up against him.
0: Yeah. Which I think is awesome too because in business, which I'm sure you're aware of this, it doesn't mean you have to be the expert at every single position, yeah. but if you've done it, you've got a sense. Um you know, I've done everything here at the company, but I, I'm very limited when it comes to, like, our shop, or mechanics. Like, yeah. That's just not my go-to. I don't work well with engines. They don't like me. I don't like them. <laughs> um, that's
1: why you <laughs> hire someone to do that. Exactly.
0: But I got. I have a sense. I've greased trucks. I've changed oil. Yeah. Um, so I have a sense. I've cleaned garbage cans. So I know what it, I know it sucks to clean 100 garbage cans yeah, in a been day. There. Um, but I can – so I can have some empathy. And so I think that's something that can be super valuable for a leader. For sure. I don't think it's a half to. I think a good no. leader can – can still operate without it but it's a great tool in your tool for sure um in your toolbox if you have done yeah
1: so so back to that with him being every position and doing all the things and working nights and we were like I feel like he did those harder positions where he was on night shift when we were in the thick of it with kids Mm. but we still really tried to make time for each other yeah even if it was me like taking the kids to his mom or my mom and Literally, date night would be a ride along with Officer Martin. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> I, I would be lying if I said uh, date night hasn't been me and Tasha going over to the transfer or the uh, no. landfill in a transfer truck.
1: Like it doesn't have it doesn't have to be like oh we went to dinner in a movie or you know it's it's just making time for each other no matter what that looks like.
0: Yeah, and I would say too in that um, what you're saying it, but I'm just gonna point out like be intentional during that time too. For sure. Like, I, I feel so sad when I see couples and they're both sitting on their phone at dinner. I'm like, if your life is anything resembling mine, like, this isn't something that is always available to you. Yeah. So, like, be you're with busy. each other. Be with each other. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one thing I want to say about the communication, too, um, don't be afraid of the edgy conversations. Yeah.
1: Like, Those can be scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: You committed to this person, you're going to be with them forever. So, like, get comfortable with saying stuff that might be edgy. Yeah. And and in my experience, maybe not nine times out of ten, maybe seven times out of ten, that I think it's going to be edgy. It's, not
1: it's, a, it's
0: totally fine. It's, it's like, not a big deal. Yeah, it's it's like totally fine. And then those other three times, it turns out being way better. And It's like yeah, yeah, we need to work through that.
1: Also, I feel like sometimes those edgy conversations lead into really, really deep, good conversations. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, it's just getting them started it starts
0: there, and then you get down to where you really got to be, yeah. and yeah, and that's what like yeah creates the good.
1: And now that we're like on the other side of (laughs) in the thick of kids Uh we just have busy kids now but we're not in the thick of like diapers and late night feedings and (laughs) we're kind of out of that yeah Um, they're not so
0: dependent on you to stay alive
1: yeah for sure (laughs) um when I started the business we made a commitment to every every quarter if you want to talk business wise we go away even if it's just for one night that's awesome. Just one night alone.
0: That's probably something I need to do with my wife. It's hard. Yeah. Well, and COVID really, at least for us, like we loved to travel. So we would go on at least one big vacation, um, like other country type vacation yeah. a year. And once COVID hit, like we didn't really want to travel. We didn't want to do the mask thing. I mean, not want to travel. Yeah, didn't want to but... do the mask things on plane. And, and like all of a sudden we were like looking at it and we, we just planned a vacation for the end of this month. And we we're looking at work. It's been two years since we've gone anywhere. Yeah. Like, like, we've gone to the Valley, sure, but like a real vacation. Yeah. It's been two years, holy cow.
1: And for sure, like, right in the middle of being in business, we haven't gone far, but just that commitment to just one night. Yeah. Every
0: an intentional, every not, not, oh, hey, we are got to go down to, yeah. you know, do something, and we drive down back real quick, but an and, actual...
1: And one of those trips, actually, probably two, have been business trips, you know, <laughs> like Bobby goes to Laughlin every year for a chief's conference for Uh the state of Arizona and he got a huge award. So we left the kids and we went for three nights. That's awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. It was business, but it it was, um, you know, in between his classes, I would go meet him for lunch or.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and all that too, like I would say I would definitely feel supported, um, if, uh, like, if I was winning an award, I'd want my wife there to yeah. support there and see that. Because it's like, oh, hey, this is what I do all day. And like, yeah. that's great that you're here. so
1: And then we'd have, we'd have the evenings to ourselves, which was really nice.
0: Yeah. But. And fun in a way, and not with
1: kids. We actually rushed back from that one to make it back for me to get my award here. Perfect! <laughs> I didn't know I was getting it, but I was up for two. Yeah. And Bobby's like, you can't miss that. We got to be back. So yeah. we missed his, like, he got his award, but we missed, like, the, like, they they gave him his award in front of all the officers that mm-hmm. were there but then they had a banquet dinner like two nights later uh-huh. for it they do this banquet dinner all the time but they were going to mention the um awards who, again who them? Yeah. and it's more of a like dress up i love it cuz we don't have very many opportunities yeah. to like actually dress especially up especially in together.
0: this town yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's, that's complete like my wife dressing has dressing up
1: is you know jeans and yeah. a nicer shirt
0: <laughs> yeah it's like there's not like mud on my shoes
1: yeah but this is like him and his class A's and me in a dress and we yeah. skipped that to come back in case I got awards. And you did. And I got two.
0: That's awesome. And so business woman of the year and what was the other one?
1: um Medium business of the year for awesome. Perkshory.
0: Love it. so Yeah, that's great. You guys are going to be large business in, in no time. I don't know how <laughs> they split up those categories. I
1: think it's if you have 25 employees or more.
0: Gotcha. Okay. yeah Because
1: when she called me to see how many, to see where they, you know, which... I guess she was getting a count on yeah, all of the. Yeah, what category default. It in. was we were barely in the medium business gotcha. category.
0: They probably do like zero or one to ten. Yeah. Then like, and we to were 25. eleven, so we
1: had we were eleven at the time.
0: That's awesome. So yeah. we
1: barely squeaked in for medium.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. That's it. so we've got communicate, make time for each other. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that?
1: Um, I know like being a mom is important, being a dad is important, but I feel like, oh, this is one of those that's like. It's hard, but making each other first priority.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: And I feel like sometimes you can't. Sometimes the kids have to take precedence, especially when they're little and it's like they depend on you to live. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) This thing's going to die. So you're going to have to hold up a second. Yeah. But
1: even when we've planned nights and my my kids are like, oh, but we want to do this. We want to do that. I'm like, well, tonight's dad night's night. If you can figure out how to do it with us not being here great you're gonna to have to get a ride to your friend's house or whatever we're not available to do that but just keep, for one keeping that appointment that we appointment yeah date that we have with each other but also making each other priority because yeah. when those kids leave each other is all you have left and if you can't get along while you have kids what's gonna happen when all the kids leave and it's just the two of you in a quiet house
0: exactly yeah no I love that I, I had a high school football coach I think he probably took it a little too far with this example <laughs> But it stuck with us. But he he told me, he told us, and I have no idea what the context was that a football coach was saying this to a bunch of high school kids. But he's like, Oh, yeah, I tell my kids if my wife was drowning and my kids were drowning and I could only save one, I'd save my wife. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And I'm like, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going that extreme, which it's like. I don't know, like, but I, I love what, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Like I, I keep my hierarchy of commitments up there on, on the wall. Um, and yeah, my wife's above my kids. Yeah. Um, and in the day to day, the, uh, like it's more important about her experiencing, um, that she's my, my, uh, that that she's my first commitment than necessarily that may actually play out day to day that we're always just taking care of the kids. But in that, you can create the experience that she's, in taking care of the kids, you can create the experience that she's number one. Still commitment. number one. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I think that's, yeah, that's really important. That And again, I think it goes back to communication. Yeah. Keep communicating Yeah, that.
1: tell her she's number one. Yeah. Let her know. And
0: check in on that. Like, hey, it's my intention that you have this experience that I'm more committed to you than the kids. Hey, real quick, Tyler, can you take her out? She might need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I've got my dog in here today for people that are listening anywhere yeah i don't i don't care whatever um yeah stinking lola messing up the podcast <laughs> well out there why i wonder if people can hear it on the podcast talking about. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've got headphones on so the microphone's yeah. probably picking it up um yeah and i don't know where i was going You're with good. that rant but, but next, i think i said the just yeah, yeah
1: next i would say um where was i going with that
0: so we had communication, making yeah. time for each other, making sure they experience their number one commitment service. above the kids. Yeah. Next service. would be
1: service, serving okay. each other. Like just the little things. Um, Like I'll occasionally, I still leave notes for Bobby. Uh huh. Yeah. Even just, I'll leave him in his car. I, I took him a drink the other day. His, his car was in the shop just getting regular maintenance. Mm-hmm. And um, he texted me and was like, Hey, if you're, if you're out and about, could you bring me back a drink? sure. So I went and took him a drink and it didn't line up. He had gone back to the shop to pick up his car and he wasn't there. Uh So I left it in his office. And instead of just leaving it in his office, I just left a quick little note.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think that goes back to um, the whole idea we were talking about support is if you want your wife to, or your spouse to do service things like that for you that really make a difference, at least least in my world, it, it does. Yeah, do it for them and that's something i definitely experienced um and i had had a mentor talk to me about this um so it was a time it was it was in one of those cyclical times of the business where it's like hey like 12 hour days is gonna be a short day for right now and we've got these projects we've got to get handled and a simple text mm-hmm. was like hey i'm thinking of you appreciate you yeah like it's not like every act of service has to be no a grandiose
1: thing yeah just Um, a small thing
0: yeah but if that's the way you operate you're like hey how can I serve serve my spouse today I love that because yeah when my my wife does that it makes huge difference for me and um I can definitely tell when I do that for her it makes huge difference for her yeah and
1: just checking it like occasionally I'll ask Bobby like you know, we'll check in with each other. What do you have going on today? And I'll ask him, "Is there anything I can do for you today? Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything I could do to make your day easier?" Yeah. And I don't always word it that way, but it's like, "Do you need me to do anything? Can I do anything?" Yeah. Just again, back to communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, because there might be something he needs me to do, but if he doesn't tell me, I don't know. Yeah. And same for me. If I need something from him, if I don't, if I don't communicate that to him.
0: Well, and I think he's opening not up, know. Opening up the space too, where it's like, "Hey." I'm I'm open and I may not be able to even do what you're requesting, but hey, there's a space here to request. because yeah. Um, yeah, it's easy to be like, Oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna bug you, I know you're busy busy too, yada yada, but when you open up that space where it's like, Hey, if you got a request, like I'm here, I'm yeah. all ears. Let's let's hear it. So yeah. Okay, so I think that was five things you listed. Got any more? I don't
1: think so. Okay, so. I think those are the main ones. I mean, I know there's a ton. Oh, we, to um, yeah, I'm
0: sure we could go down forever. <laughs> but I think that's awesome. And like, I, I, like, I, I think there's so much importance about like not always looking for a checklist, and it's more about how you interact, who you're being with the person, your, your, how you operate, not necessarily going down checking boxes. Yeah. But sometimes, especially to get started, having a checklist is is very useful to get going. Yeah, so for sure. I, sure. And. and to hold yourself accountable to. And so let's let's run through them again. We had communication. Um, oh, geez. Now I'm blanking. <laughs> we had communication.
1: Making time, making for, each time other. for each other. Yep.
0: Um, I want to jump to serving each other. That's what just keeps coming to mind. Um, making, <laughs> Maybe those
1: are the top three. <laughs> yeah.
0: Making sure they experience themselves as, as, or having the experience that you're their number one commitment. Priority. Priority. Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe there was only four. Garrett. I think there was
0: only four. I, <laughs> sure. That might be what's throwing me off. I got too many fingers. Uh, well, going I on did
1: here. say like making priority. Just um, besides just date night, we did talk about um, just traveling with each other. Okay, like, yeah, making that yeah. priority. But however,
0: it shows up. But yeah, yeah. make sure it's it's priority priority, and then serving each other. Yeah, yeah, I love that.
1: And again, just the small acts of service.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Large ones are awesome. Like Jordan Peterson talks talks about that. I don't know if you ever listened to any of his stuff. Um, but that's something that he talks about a lot that's been impactful to me is like whether it's raising your kids or having a happy marriage, whatever it is, it's not the grand vacations, the no. huge events. It's how your spouse greets you when you get home
1: Yeah, every morning for sure. or every day. And I, and I used to make sure that I, I mean, it's harder now running a business, but I would make sure I was there when he would. It's like, oh, it's 430. We're out running errands. I need to get home. So I'm there when Bobby walks in the door. Yeah, And it's not so much that way anymore, but just making sure that when I am there and he does this now for me, but whoever's at home when we walk in the door, if we are, if one of us is home, yeah, <laughs> just greeting each other as soon as we walk in, like, how was your day? Not being too busy that you can't stop and like, welcome home. How was your day? You know? Yeah. Hug, kiss. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, and that's, that's what I think is so good. And kind of going back to what we really started talking off about, like, you go back to the you know the fifties and women should be in the home and this that and the other and I think that some some that happens is people get hung up on what exactly they were doing not who they were being yeah and so it's like oh dinner should be ready when when the man gets home from work and it's like well I don't think that's the necessary thing it was that like it was an intentional how he was and and I doubt in the fifties it was always executed perfect I think you know we idolized the past yeah, more than it actually sure. was but anyway that's different talk it's not that the dinner's there it's that some an intentional experience was created for sure and because obviously it doesn't make sense i mean we got uber eats we got meal plans (laughs) just show up like the however we get our food is how we get our food it's not the dinner it's the oh hey i was intentional about you having a certain experience just like we were saying for your customers when you got home and maybe i'm not even there and it's done at a different time or i do something because i can't be there but um it brings me back to a quote that I got on, on my wall over there that leadership is about producing and creating outcomes and it's not useful to do that from a place of limitations. For sure. I think you need to approach life. your relationship, your life, yeah, but approach relationships like that. The limitations is, oh, hey, we've got to do X, Y, and Z. No, it's about the experience and you can create that however is most useful at the time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be dinner's ready when you walk in the door. I'm not going to lie, sometimes it's really nice to have dinner ready when you walk in the door, but that's not the most important thing.
1: Also, when your kids are in a different stage like we're in and there's, this one has practice and this one has a choir concert and this one has that and like, we just eat when we can eat.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to have dinner waiting because nobody will eat it. Yeah, because it's sitting <laughs> there. And
0: who knows? Yeah. Well, and like I said, like now. I mean, we don't have it here, but there's Uber. It's it's just a different world. A than totally different world. Like yeah, yeah. It used to be. We got a little over here trying to pull cords around, <laughs> just saying, seeing what's up. But so
1: also, I think just keeping that going because Bobby and I are coming up on 18 years married in July. Wow. Yeah. So I know. You,
0: so you got a, a full decade on me because Monday was my eight year anniversary.
1: So when we hit our anniversary, I will have been a Martin as long as I've been a Flake.
0: Nice. That's awesome. I had no idea you were a Flake.
1: You didn't know that? (laughs)
0: Because you've always been a Martin. That's true. So I remember Bobby um, when he was in high school because he was Eldon's friend. Yep. And um,
1: I graduated with Mac.
0: Okay. Gotcha. All right.
1: But then our parents worked together on the ambulance. Oh, really? But you were like this big.
0: Yeah. So, you know. <laughs>
1: you don't remember me? What the
0: heck? I yeah. probably remember you, but it's just, you it's know. Fine. And I knew Becca, and then, I don't know, at some point you were Becca Martin. Was, okay. Perfect. Um,
1: no, there's there's a lot of people, which I'm like, you lived here when I lived here when I was a Flake, and they still are like, wait, you're a Flake.
0: You're a Flake, huh? My wife gets a little bit of that. She grew up in Taylor. Yeah. Mostly. And she's she was a Cole. And, uh, yeah, people are like, who are you? Yeah. What? Where?
1: <laughs> well, and then I tell them Reed Flake's my dad. And they're like, what?
0: Yeah, I thought he just had
1: two sons. That's kind of like, shocking thanks. to me. I
0: didn't know that either. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Looks> funny. <laughs> yeah, I did not know you were Reed's son. Which I uh, I know of Reed, but. If he walked in here right now, I wouldn't know who he was. Um, You
1: wouldn't? No. Really?
0: I I know of him. Like, how do you not know of Reed? Um, But like, yeah, it's one of those things I'm like, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with him. Well,
1: and then if people don't know him, I'll tell people like, have you ever been to the 4th of July rodeo Uh, or the 24th of July rodeo? And they're like, You've heard him. They're like, we go every year. I'm like, that's my dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which he's awesome at what he does. Yeah. That makes so much more sense when you're like, oh, my dad's YouTube, the YouTube videos. Channel, yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder what her parents do. <laughs> oh, I know what your parents do.
1: So now you know my mom. Okay, <laughs> She's yep. She's on the ambulance with your dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paramedic. Yeah. Awesome. Amy.
0: It's all it's all lining it all up just... now. <laughs> yeah, like like things do in Like It's like, Bye. oh, we're oh. probably cousins in oh, some well, way probably, too, yeah. I'm sure. Well, yeah, probably some way. But yeah,
1: I grew up with Mac. Okay, that makes sense. And then Bobby was best friends with Eldon.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Small town, love it. So jumping back into business and, and we're coming up on an hour, which we don't have to stop at an hour, but that's usually where we roll it up. I do wanna ask you because I'm I'm curious of this. I'm always curious because I've got my experience, but it's gonna be from my side, my lens, how I see things. Yeah, and and perspective. You, yeah, you you talked about it a little bit. But uh from my point of view, ever since I've been operating in business as an adult, I'm twenty nine so it's been nine ten years um it having women in business seems to be a celebrated thing people are excited about it. it's not a stigma no that's my experience and i'm super curious your experience of going into business has there been roadblocks hurdles things that you feel do make it harder um coming from a woman's perspective than if you would be a man and i don't necessarily mean like oh because you're a mom and you're balancing all that
1: yeah. which that's the, a big uh, thing <laughs> yeah and, and i am
0: curious about that but that's yeah. that's also more situational yeah than like oh this is a yeah. woman i'm gonna treat her different um but i'm curious like have you ran into that have you had roadblocks what's been your experience as stepping into in to business as a woman of as far as roadblocks go
1: so not that I'm saying men are not creative but I feel like the coffee shop is a creative business mm-hmm. with drinks like creating drinks and drink names and all those things I thrive on creativity like that's my I love doing that yeah if I'm not creating something I get bored
0: okay <laughs> hence yeah. the
1: secret menu Uh huh. love <laughs> it like I'm bored I'm gonna create a new drink today awesome yeah and we're always creating new things in the bakery so it's not that it's a man or a woman's business, but like
0: I think I think generally you can say though in in that way yeah. I think women are generally more creative than men are. Yeah. Doesn't mean there's not guys out there that are super creative but, uh, and there's not women that are super logical and exactly. never
1: can't be a bit can't be like a lawyer or a businesswoman or but there's creativity in every business, I feel like. It's just when we think of creativity we think of art or yeah. creating things or decorating or but like coming up with a solution you have to be creative to Mm -hmm. come up with solutions to problems so there's just different ways of being creative um but like another thing that I feel like I've come up against and again back to the whole support system at home is people that didn't didn't necessarily know who I was until the coffee business Mm -hmm. they would see Sam and I in the business together and they would automatically assume we were married gotcha and then when they would find out they'd be like oh your husband and I'm like No, no, no. (laughs) Pump your brakes there. (laughs) Not my husband.
0: Happy to have him as a business partner.
1: (laughs) I'm married to someone else. And at the time, he was married to someone else. Mm -hmm. And people would be like, wait, what? Mm. So he's got to be like a brother or a cousin, right? No. Well, then how do you know him? Like, we're just friends. Wait, a man and a woman and you own a business together? (laughs) How does that work? Like, because how does it i like it's just the stigmatism of like a man and a woman being together and owning a business but mm-hmm. not having any relations beyond just business partners and friends yeah so that's been a huge like especially in this town like
0: a stigma <laughs> that's there yeah yeah
1: of like how is that possible like kind of like the assuming like things are going on behind closed doors sure
0: <laughs> sure which which i can understand like um
1: i've had to squash that one
0: yeah yeah well lot. and i can understand like the uh Oh, man how how to put it like uh, there there's a certain danger that could be in that yeah for, oh, for, for sure. sure and but that doesn't mean that 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 that's happening but that's what's going on which you said right there like oh i, I squashed that right away because yeah. it's like oh um no that's that that's a possibility to partners. work yeah
1: mm-hmm. but again having that support at home like because obviously when i started this business and bobby knew who my partner was it was with a man and he knew yeah. that and he was okay with it because he trusts me yeah. and the support is there
0: yeah. Which I think that's, and he's
1: my priority.
0: Yeah. When I going back to communication, I think that's something where it's like, yeah, anything can work, but it's about communicating, getting it all right. Cause yeah. you know, I'm sure it would be a completely different experience if you didn't communicate and that kind of blindside, um, your husband and was like, oh, well uh, maybe I've got some thoughts over here. Yeah. that we didn't even get a chance to talk about and like now that's happening. So. Or
1: even if our relationship was on shaky grounds to begin with mm, and then yeah. starting a business with a man. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, I, at the same point, like that's just one of many factors that could, could play into that. It's not, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's interesting.
1: So then being in a small town uh-huh. and an, Predominant. Well, I don't know if it's even predominantly LDS anymore. I what would you say?
0: Are. I bet. we I bet still at least 80 per, I feel like, 80%. I feel like as
1: a kid, I felt like it was like everyone in town was Mormon. Well,
0: I think as a kid, even when <laughs> yeah, I was a kid, I bet it was over 90%. Yeah. But I bet now um, it's more like 80%. I,
1: I want to say like 65 to 70. Really? Yeah, maybe. I, but I'm also on the other side of like seeing people that come in and drink coffee and like they've moved here from California and That's they, true. you know, they have no idea... They had no idea really what the Mormon culture was until they moved into town. Gotcha, yeah. Um, But being in a smaller town and being a woman and owning a business is, I'm sure it would be different than living in Phoenix and being a woman and owning a business.
0: Yeah, in what ways?
1: Um, just because I feel like the religion, the culture is women stay at home and have babies and take care of kids, even in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the, which that is our divine makeup like that's what we yeah. were
0: but there can be more
1: yes but there can be more yeah. and and you can be fulfilled by both well
0: and i think a lot of it again comes back to we just live in a different like technologies allowed for so many more things yeah that like what what you can do in a day is been a hundredfold increased Crazy. in the last 30 years it's yeah. not like it's been like oh for the last 100 years we've been operating like this like no, the last 30 new. years um, yeah, you can do what you do with a day harmful because you can interact with so many more people, keep an eye on your kids, do all these other things, um, where it was like, yeah, even just simple things like laundry or household tasks are done so much easier now, mm-hmm. or there's technology to help with those things than, uh, they used to not be. I was just having a ball <laughs> over there with Lola. <laughs> um,
1: and not that I feel like I was conditioned as a kid to, cause my mom worked outside the home growing up i had a brother with health issues and so it was kind of like my mom needed to to help with the medical bills and um my little brother had he's had two kidney transplants mm. and he had them both before he was 20 wow and so my mom worked outside the home to help supplement that um and so i was kind of raised on this like you can be a mom and work outside the home and it's okay like there's definitely a balance that has to happen there, and we don't always get the balance right. Ask my kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was never, I wasn't raised by a mom who just solely stayed at home. So I, I didn't have that. And not that it's conditioning, but I feel like kind of how you were raised is kind of how you, kind of how you. You'll kind
0: of model that. Yeah, that that's unless, your starting unless point. Unless you
1: break the cycle. Yeah. Well, um,
0: that's like the problem with inner cities. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like that. if that's all you see, how do you know? to exactly. get away from it.
1: Or I feel like you either mirror that or you completely do the opposite. Yes.
0: And most people mirror it, but some people will go do yes. the exact opposite.
1: And I feel like I'm mirroring it, but it didn't come till later in life. Mm. Um, and I've always done something on the side. I, Not that I didn't, feel like completely fulfilled as a mom that's just me i like to stay busy like i like interacting with people i and
0: i think variety is such an important thing for human beings yeah like Like i
1: had a photography business for a long time mm. that was like my side hustle if you want to call it that
0: well and and that's a great example of like just a different world because it used to be if you had a photography business it was like uh, i'm thinking of loft greens most of our listeners aren't going to know about that
1: it was a brick and mortar and you had
0: to like process uh, which not editing takes time and everything But that's something you can do on your laptop. I don't have to have a bunch of that. Hanging out with your husband. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I would do it at night when the kids would go to bed. Yeah. While we were sitting watching our show or
0: Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad that like opportunities have, have opened up like that. So I want I'm I'm curious. So um this this experience of like okay, woman outside the home, running a business, um I'm curious if it's I want to know if it's like, hey, there's there's roadblocks or if it's like, yeah, it's something that's that's there that I get a sense of that, like, I think some people believe that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wants some purgatory drink. <laughs> that was funny. Even Lola
0: loves purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess my question is, is it something that's there that's like, oh, you know, that's there. It's kind of annoying that people think that or can be – obnoxious if someone makes some comments yeah um is it more that or more roadblocks
1: i don't think it's necessarily roadblocks i would say 15 years ago yeah yeah there actual roadblocks like but like you said i feel like we're evolving to where it's it's not as people still make comments but it's not the roadblocks that it would have been 10 years ago
0: and and i i I asked that because i'm truly curious and my my thought going into it was i think that's something that people need to recognize too that in in some ways, most everyone's going to deal with that in some, some form or another. Um, Not everyone, but not everyone's going to agree with what you're doing. There's going to be that. And it's, it's okay that it's recognizing knowledge, but I don't, I think people ought not to use that as an excuse to,
1: to not do it, not
0: do it. Yeah. Be like, Oh yeah. (laughs) It's too hard for me because people, not everyone loves what I do. It's like, well, doesn't matter who you are and what you do there's it's gonna, gonna be, be people. Hard. Yeah, yeah there's gonna be people that are like you shouldn't be doing this or this that and the other for whatever reason it yeah. is
1: well and so. I definitely think owning and growing a business you have to grow thick skin yeah yeah <laughs> because you can't like I'm a recovering people pleaser
0: <laughs> me as well <laughs>
1: yeah it's hard it is but I think owning and growing a business is one of those things that gets you out of that Cause you can't. There's, it's impossible to please everybody. And when you open yourself up to owning a business, you open yourself up to more criticism mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. And you can either take it personal, or you can use it to grow.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I think maybe just give an example of how it can look a bunch of different ways. Like, <laughs> shut up, Lola. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. If if you're having run your business, there's someone they'll make a comment or do those annoying things. I remember with my dad. Um, I would see him, he's working these crazy crazy hours he had started a trucking company he was managing the waste company for my grandpa and eventually bought it and doing all this which was absolutely great opportunities that he got with all those just like anybody people help him out along the way um no one gets to where they're at without anybody helping them yeah but i remember hearing comments from people even as a kid like oh man lucky sperm club this that and the other and it's like yeah you'll have that and i think going back to what we very first talked about with your rant that loneliness is sometimes Whatever your specific situation is, you're going to have people that, um, you know, might call them haters. Yeah. And whether it's because you're a woman owned business, whether it's because you took over a family business, whether it's because you have too big of a nose. I don't freaking know. You're going to have those. And like, it's part of it. It's part of the process and it's okay.
1: But I also feel like the bigger you grow and the better you do. The more haters you get. Oh, absolutely. So if your hater club is bigger, then you must be doing something right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a thing um, that's like, oh, why do uh, why do you get more support from people that um, have never met you than you do from Emily, like, the people friends. you went to school with? Yeah. And uh, it's like, well, because if you came from the same situation as them and doing better, it's kind of calling them out. Yeah. And so yeah, and, and it makes a ton of yeah, sense. I'm like,
1: come on, level up.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, but. He came from the... I thing.
1: can't. Yeah.
0: You're taking away our excuses. Yeah.
1: No, so, you can. Just yeah. do it.
0: Which, going back to the mother thing, I would say to that, too, if you feel called to do something and your mother and you want to do more, like, I love that there's examples out there like you where yeah. it's like, hey, don't use your kids as an excuse. Your kids should be the reason, not the actual excuse. Yeah. Just
1: do the damn thing.
0: Exactly. So, <laughs> I love that. So... Um, Go ahead. On
1: one more note on that, my um, because we were rushing back from Laughlin to make it to that awards thing, um, my mother in law was really good about. She's like, she told Bobby, text me right before they give the awards because if if Becca gets one of these awards, I think the kids need to see where all of her hard work has gone. Yeah, just like they need to see their mom get that award and like succeed and know that. All the, all the hard work and being away from them, you know, for the first year and a half growing a business it was hard. Yeah. Hard on them, hard on me. But, yeah. like, look. Like, look what she's doing.
0: It's it's a whole family game. And I, I loved her.
1: that, that she was like, no, the kids need to see this.
0: Yeah. No, that's so, awesome.
1: They were all there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you the last word if there's something you want to add in or that we didn't get to. And uh, I don't think so. And it, it sounded like you had another announcement that I... Um, you know, okay, she's chewing on the cord now. It's probably <laughs> time to end this too because Lola's going buck she's wild done. up in here.
1: <laughs> um, um, so I'm not going to announce the name of it, but mm-hmm. a friend and I are, you know this friend, but yep. I'm not going to say it on the air. Um, We are starting a podcast awesome super excited about it
0: when that gets started let us know we'll let all our listeners know about it and uh, even if if we want to do this again do another podcast we'd be super happy to do that as well
1: it's kind of um, the person I'm starting it with we both have a lot in common like we've both been business owners Mm -hmm. Um, we both grew up in small towns Um, we've both been through loss like we've both lost a kid and Mm -hmm. gone through the grief of that and keeping a relationship together through grief yeah because that's another tough one yeah (laughs) um you're both and just, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> She's pretty awesome. Um, but just, we have a lot in common. So when we get together, this is how this came about. When we get together, conversations just, they just happen and they just roll and it's good and we have good conversations. So we were like, we need to, we should just be r- recording our yeah, conversations. We should be
0: recording and shared. That's what's so awesome. Again, going back to like the age we live in. Yeah. All, the, all the bad stuff that gets said about internet and this, so much of it is true. But what I always tell people is, well, start ignoring that and start putting out good.
1: Yeah. It it is what you make it. Like if you're looking for the bad, you will find the bad. If you're looking for the good, you'll find the good Yeah, in anything.
0: And it's like, if you want more good, be part of the one that puts out the the good. good. Yeah. Yeah, And that's
1: kind of how we are. Like we're, we're not it's gonna be like a lifestyle podcast and we'll just talk about everything anything and everything yeah but we both have we went to foot zoning school together and did energy work and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. awesome we're just gonna talk about all things love it we're both moms yeah (laughs) awesome lots to talk about but it'll be it'll be good i'm excited
0: yeah well me too i'm glad to know about it so great um yeah Hopefully we do this again. And uh, I forgot to give our sponsor reads earlier. So, X Media, appreciate them producing this podcast. Larson Waste, sponsoring the podcast. Where can people find you and uh, and your business?
1: So, our business is located in Snowflake. Mm-hmm. Um, we're opening up another one in Shiloh. Okay. And then we're on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Okay. Per- so, the Percatory.
1: So, I think on... We had to do it on Instagram. I have to look now. Dang. I should know this. <laughs> um, we had to do it. I think it's on their Purgatory AZ mm. because there are other Purgatories. Not, none of them are as awesome as we are. But, sure. You know. Absolutely. Dang. I can't find it. Yeah. The Purgatory AZ for Kay. Instagram. And then for Facebook, it's just Purgatory.
0: Purgatory. The awesome. Purgatory.
1: Yeah. Love it. But yeah. We have Monsters, Coffee. Great drinks. Um, milkshakes frosted lemonades
0: the the lumberjack, the lumberjack which i've got some thoughts on i'll share with you off the podcast <laughs> okay. Um, <Sounds> good. <laughs> okay we have the lumberjane too oh really oh did the,
1: the miniature one. Oh, gotcha it's not
0: like a different <laughs> recipe okay. no it's
1: just smaller
0: all right well i appreciate everyone listening um and uh share this podcast with everyone for everyone that was asking for more women on the podcast. We'll definitely do it. We cleared up my concern that I had had. Um, So I love it and appreciate you being on. Yeah, thanks for
1: having me.
0: Absolutely. Peace.